switch his diaper Dude, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. This is the official thanks for playing late report on the Twitch drama. The official late yeah. report in case anyone we're, missed it. We're waiting for all the facts. We got them. Happy to we say we, we got all the facts. Yeah. We're going to talk about this one a little bit. Um, it's funny. It's kind of already, I feel like it's already kind of left the consciousness a little bit. Um, people just like saw everybody's money, like numbers of how much money they made and went like, fuck, gee, wow, really that much? And then <laughs> moved on. <laughs> and like, yeah, some of your favorite content creators online, turns out they make a lot of money, guys. Yeah. And honestly, too, all those numbers that were released were from um, like their sub counts. It's, it's only the sub count revenue, not like donos, donations or um, brand deals that they inevitably do or like merch or anything like that. Just a sub many. We'll, we'll get into that a little bit. Talk about some of the monthly or yearly earnings from since um, August 2019 is some of the data we have. But I mean, thankfully, from what we can tell, it doesn't seem like there was any user data leaked in this. It was mainly just Twitch's internal data, but it's kind of nuts actually how much supposedly leaked. Um, supposedly the entirety of Twitch's source code yeah. um, was leaked, which is just nutty. And, and for context too, the person that leaked this was like, oh, this is to inspire, um, what was the word? To like inspire um, competition in the space because it's, like it's like a cesspool right now. Their words, not mine. Um, take that, a, you know, form your own opinion. Um, but yeah, so apparently the whole source code which was leaked, which if you were willing to dig through those files and get that, I mean, that's kind of crazy because that's what makes Twitch Twitch. Right. Um, creator payout reports for 2019, which we'll get into. Um, the mobile desktop and console Twitch clients, which I'm assuming is just the data that forms the apps for the themselves. Um, proprietary SDKs, I'm not sure what that one means. And internal software AWS. Developer, software developer kits. There you go. And the internal AWS services used by Twitch, which I think is their Amazon, Amazon Web Services. Service. Mm -hmm. um, and then, quote, every other property that Twitch owns, including IDGB, CurseForge, um, and <laughs> supposedly... An unreleased Steam competitor. Wow. I didn't hear about I, that part. I, I'm, I'm kind of calling a cop on this one because guess what the name is of the competitor? Project Dolphin. Vapor. Okay. So the, that just sounds fake. There's, Valve has Steam and Amazon has Vapor. Vapor. Okay. Um, it just sounds silly. But I kind of believe it. It could happen. It's in Amazon's wheelhouse to do something like that for sure. I think they may be workshopping the name a little bit, but... I thought um, that also uh, user data leaked, like passwords and stuff, like my, me or Supposedly, you. but apparently it didn't. From okay. what I've heard, it wasn't actually leaked. Yeah. Okay. Pretty crazy, man. That's a huge, that's a huge one. Uh, and I feel like, I don't know if Twitch has just done some really solid PR, but it just feels like people are not talking about it that much. It's only been like two, three weeks. feels like it just I mean, happened. I, I don't know if you remember, but like when the big PlayStation hack happened ages ago, the PSN network hack several that. years back, that was huge. I feel like that was at least in the gaming zeitgeist news for at least a month, it seemed like, right? Yeah. People got money back and everything. Like people yeah. got like, uh, I remember some some people were refunded. Um, yeah. there, there was a bunch of stuff going on back then, but this one Whereas just feels here. We're just kind of like, eh, look at that. He's rich. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And, and it's something we already kind of knew. We just we didn't know specific numbers on sub. Uh, you know, what do you call it? Sub 
revenue split, Sub-revenue, I guess. Yeah. yeah I for, don't know if this money posted was pre-split or not, actually. Either way, it's a shit ton of money pre-split or not. Yeah. But, well, but, and most of these top streamers do have favorable splits where it's like 65, 35 or something like that. So. Yeah. So just to not, you know, just to explain to the audience, I'm sure mo- most of us really understand the Twitch sub stuff, but we roughly know how much uh, content creators on Twitch uh, can make because we know the price of a sub. We know how many sub counts they have. Uh, we know how many subs they have. We know like the price of a sub, but every Twitch partner has a different sort of split with Twitch. So let's say it's 50-50, a sub costs $5. Your Twitch content creator is going to get $250 for each sub and Twitch is going to get $250 for each sub. Pretty standard, um, you know, 50-50 split there. But some content creators that are highly valuable have extremely favorable splits where they get the majority of that $5 uh, Matt probably has better numbers than me, but get more money uh, and Twitch gets less money. But it's it's the idea that that person is streaming on Twitch. They're a highly valuable product, their personality, and Twitch makes more money out of them than, than they lose, right? Yes, yes, just, yeah. And um, to give you an idea of some of the highest earners here, we have uh, Critical Role, who I'm actually not familiar with, who, and these are numbers that they've grossed since... August of 2019. And actually, no, I think this is creator payout, so I'm pretty sure this is post-split, um, if I'm understanding it correctly. Um, Critical Role, who made $9.6 million. And again, everyone, this is before taxes. Uh, XQC at 8.5. Hey, yeah, he's got to pay taxes on that. Taxes I'm, I'm going to be that guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Summit 1G, $5.8 million. Nick Merckx, $5 million. Ludwig, um, a fan favorite of the Smash Crazy. community. Crazy. Uh, three point two million. So was he four? Was he number four or number five on that list then? Uh, I just grabbed like a several out of the top ten. Oh, okay. Um, Hassan, uh, Hassan Abi, um, the like, uh, I guess political streamer, Young Turks, uh, Young Turks, <laughs> uh, two point eight million. And then my personal favorite on this list too, I, I, I would never criticize any amount of money he makes because he's worth every fucking penny. Moist critical. Um, AKA from his OG days, Penguin Z Zero, um, came in wow, at just under two point one million, and that man is a godsend from humanity. That's so that's about so that. so that's the top ten, or was that most of the top ten that you just named? I just plucked a few. I just plucked the names I recognize from the top ten. That's that's pretty crazy. So that means that there's there's a, a several lists on there that are there's several people that critical are not role on that was list. the highest though. Okay, yeah. critical role is the highest. I mean, there's a lot of people that are not on your list that I view. And this is coming from Lucas, the not so high Twitch watcher guy. You know, I kind of under, I kind of catch Twitch here and there, but I'm, I'm definitely not watching streamers full time or anything. But I know that there's some big streamer names that weren't on that list that you just named off. So like Pokimane, is she on Twitch still? Where's she's she still on Twitch. I mean, she's not like the top 10, but she's definitely like right up there. You know, what about Tim the Tapman um, or Ninja? No, Ninja's on YouTube. Ninja. No, Ninja's on Twitch now, but Ninja had a phase where he was on Mixer for a while. So, okay. Um, I mean, if you scroll down like another five or 10 more on that list, I'm sure you would have found those names you just mentioned. Like they're right up there. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it just goes to show that some of those people are extremely high income earning people, but donations could be accounting for a lot of their income as opposed to sub count because what you're looking at is purely sub like sub revenue, right? I mean, I guarantee you they're making just as much matching that, if not more in their sub revenue or in their donor donation, revenue, right? Yeah. Uh, and everything else, which is just insane to think about. I mean, kind of kind of crazy. And uh, I, I just thought this was worth worth bringing up because it's pretty... It's pretty insane uh, what some of these people can, the numbers they can put out, right? And honestly, you know, good for them. They have um, 
obviously that's what the world values them at apparently. So if they can make it work, they're prerogative. Content creation is that's the, that's the cost of content creation for sure. Um, it's just it, it's really gotten to the point I think now where people, where people are really realizing it. Uh, it's been going on for a really long time. It's slowly get, been getting there. But I mean, one of the one of the more legendary stories was uh, Barstool Sports and the podcast Call Her Daddy. It was like yes. you you learn you learn like just a podcast brand is worth so much. It's worth more money than most TV shows, and you don't even realize that, right? Um, and then all these Twitch streamers that so many people are watching that most people don't even really know who they are in mainstream media. They're making the the numbers that we just said, right? Since yeah. 2019, in two years, making you know, upwards of $10 million sometimes. Pretty crazy. Absolutely nuts. These are like professional athlete numbers, you know, and and you got content creators making this stuff, working from home. Pretty nuts. It blows my mind, yeah. But just wanted to bring that up. I know I know we're typically more just like single player focused stuff, but um this is in the gaming sphere in in its own unique way and super crazy. It's super I, I would love to know how the fuck this all got leaked. Like it, it blows my mind that Twitch could let this much go. Um, I mean, obviously there must've been some sort of mole in Twitch. I can't imagine any other way all this info could get out. Like some high up software dev that went rogue or something. Well, what confuses me, maybe some software engineers in our community can kind of help me out here, but releasing the Twitch source code, what is on the Twitch platform that makes it better than say YouTube? in terms of like the way it's coded, right? I think that the Twitch brand is strong. It keeps a lot of streamers to Twitch. I think like, you know, certain certain cultural things, certain in-jokes are are part of a Twitch like sphere of influence, but yeah. why is is it is Twitch like coded or like engineered better than YouTube? Hell no. There's no way. Like I mean, I know it's like closely tied to Amazon, but like YouTube is closely tied to Google. So our YouTube is Google. So there's there's nothing I don't I don't see how the Twitch source. Code I mean, maybe come there's something out. that we're not understanding, right? You know. Yeah, but I mean, isn't objectively like a YouTube streaming platform besides the branding going to be a a, a from a I guess a server capacity, you know, audience standpoint, YouTube is going to have a bigger net, and YouTube is going to have better servers. I don't um, know about that per se. I mean, probably. I do know that I think what Twitch has like way better UI for their live streaming sections, which maybe some of that and like some of the searchability stuff. That's not a sort. That that's not a source code. code thing, though. That's where I'm getting at. The it's UI like, isn't. Yeah. Yeah, because like you could just take a look at the Twitch UI and go and be YouTube and go like, yeah, oh, let's yeah. just do that. Put a donation yeah. button in there. Google Google Pay it. Whatever. Like it doesn't feel like there anything that Twitch is doing with the coding of their platform is a secret to anybody. Um, yeah. Or it shouldn't be. I don't know. That's that's the part that's really weird to me. And I think like some of the company, the closely held company things. Are, and that all being said, it is Twitch's product that is their legal, uh, like their source code leaking is a crime, right? So not condoning that or anything, but it's just weird that it feels like people are valuing it that much. But um, I'm mainly interested in this vapor or this. That's what I'm. That's what I was gonna vapor. say. Yeah, yeah, that's that feels like a big <laughs> company secret to thing. leak out. Yeah, that feels yeah. like a big one to leak out for sure. If that is an actual thing, then that's crazy that that leaked. Yeah, like, really nuts actually. For sure. But I guess we'll uh, we'll see in the next couple of years. I'm sure whether or not anything like that comes to fruition. They'll probably I don't know. They'll probably call it like 
What's another synonym for vapor? I don't know. But. I don't think anything could miss smoke. <laughs> Mr. Smoke, yeah. Mist, yeah. I don't think anything <laughs> is really going to tackle steam, it being perfectly honest. I, I have a hard I time seeing I feel like Epic that. Games has done its own. The Epic Games story has done a decent decent bit in the origin store, too. Yeah, yeah that's true. Uh, I mean, I... I think Steam's definitely like synonymous though with PC gaming. Yeah, it would just be weird to because I I I have the Epic stuff to play specific games that are like oh I gotta play on the Epic. Okay, cool. It's Dude, not like Epic my first. Honestly, time. has a lot of really good deals too. Like they'll just give you really good games for free sometimes. Yeah, unless the twi- unless Vapor yeah. does that, I don't see people jumping to it. They probably will do something like that if it's real. Probably, yeah. To be to or to be seen remains to be seen. We'll find out. But all right, uh, Twitch they got hacked. Crazy. Uh, I wanted to talk about something a little bit more recent in the zeitgeist. Um, uh, the the Ray's skincare reflect product. reflect. Now, for context, for everyone that isn't familiar with this, uh, Valkyrie recently, just a few days ago, actually three or four days ago at this point. Uh, announced the and released a skincare product called reflect which it's the main thing being that is a skincare product you know targeted towards gamers being that its intention is to um provide uv or excuse me blue light protection from the blue light that is emitted from your screens now okay that's great right however where the controversy comes in is depending on what study you choose to believe and choose to read. And there's a lot of conflicting, at least from what a 10 minute Google search, to be honest, not that in depth on minor, mine or Lucas's, I don't think, but from what we can tell and what common consensus seems to be and what I've seen some, even some doctors on TikTok chime in on actually is that, Oh really? Yeah. Um, like dermatologists chime in and stuff is that there's not enough sufficient data to actually back up that the blue light, your, your, your computer screen definitely emits blue light. That's not a debate, but that the blue light from your computer screen is actually enough to have any significant effect on your skin. Now, to context, some of the comparisons that this is getting is that people are saying, oh, you know, for every, you know, for the, if you're sitting in front of your screen for eight hours a day nonstop, that's equivalent to maybe the same as what you would get of like 10 or 15 minutes of sun, right? Of direct sunlight. So, uh, it's 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 up for debate and remains to be seen whether or not this is really as big of a issue as it is as the product is claiming it is and whether it's an actual issue that needs to be fixed or as a lot of people are claiming um, and kind of what a lot of flack that Valkyrie is getting is that oh you know, this is like a cash grab like this product's a scam you're targeting um, your impressionable audience unfairly and in, in Valkyrie's defense she claims in a recent video she posted or stream she did on YouTube she's like the company she worked with to create the product when she was asking them to post the research that she saw which is the research that led her to believe that this product was valid that this was a valid thing they were working on and um, you know um, valid problem they were fixing with a blue light in your skin, they're saying that they're not able to release their research because of trademarking. Yeah. Um, which apparently I'm not familiar enough with it to be honest, but apparently that is a common approach in the skincare industry to protect your thing. But at the same time, I don't understand why you can't just patent it, I guess. But to be fair, I also don't know how the patent process works. So I'm sure it's also it's outside of the United States law. This like the studies I'm seeing are German sourced. So really? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's, I, 
Valkyrie is basically claiming that she was scammed into believing a lot of what is claimed in these studies, and it's she doesn't. She's not really saying like it's well, true. She, or I'm not it's even not scammed. True. She's saying I've seen. She's seen the studies, and she's saying that the company she worked with produced studies that led her to believe that this is a problem to believe with. The yeah. problem with that, though, right, is that well, for one. I mean, maybe it is a totally valid product, but at the end of the day, if you're not posting the studies and she admits to this herself, she's like, yeah, I get it. If you don't believe me or don't want to take you know, shit on me for the product. But where my concern is, I mean, the thing with studies, and I mean, take any basic stats class and you'll learn this, is that it's not hard to manipulate a study to get data to show favorably for what you want and make it right. seem legit. Right? Right. That's... that. Yeah, I was looking into this too. I was reading the article, of course, that this uh, Dextero article um, and the headline of the article, just so I can shout it out, is Valkyrie opens up about RFLCT drama. That's Reflect. Um, quote, I don't want to be involved. Uh, that's the hard part. So um, you guys can she's just... She's just contractually, obli- she's contractually obligated at this point. Right. And and so you can go to reflect.com uh, uh, just google reflect skincare and you'll find the website very clearly geared towards gamers um, it's like I'm looking at the lip balm product and it says strengthen your skin's natural defense stats um, as one of the uh, the kind of selling points here for the lip balm which is also a blue light protects you against blue light um, the studies are claiming and the studies are properly now linked to the reflect website um, so that's there um, and you know, Valkyrie, if she's given all this information, she has an agent, she has people she trusts, uh, with her, with her brand and everything like that. She's all over this website. Yeah. And if the studies aren't really there, it does. She even admitted kind of... she didn't see the website before it went live, which blew oh. me away. Okay. That is pretty crazy. And I mean, crazy. and for context people, when this website launched, literally the only like study it linked to is a WebMD article. Yeah. And it even had language in it, like disclaimers basically saying, Oh, like not everything is like, this isn't all up to date information basically. And like this may or may not be true is basically what it was saying. <laughs> right. And you know, I mean, it, it always depends on what kind of thing somebody's backing. Like you would not believe sometimes like these actors or, you know, celebrities or faces like they'll get contacted by some sort of brand via their talent agency. And the talent agency just, they just sign, end up signing something going like, sure, use my likeness, whatever. I sign that away. Take a picture of me, whatever. I mean, it's possible that Valkyrie was really left out of a lot of the details of all this. So like, the website, and she, I she mean, does, she was getting sent products and stuff. She was like consulting on it and things like that. Like, oh, it needs to be a matte product. It can't be like shiny. It needs to be um, right. marketable you know, to men as well. Exactly. Like I did see that one. So it always depends on sometimes, uh, depending on the product, depending on the project and the collaboration, sometimes they're just not as involved as you might think is what I'm trying yeah. to say. But this one, she was very clearly more involved. Yeah, uh, blows me away too because even on the web page where they update it to include like all the studies if you scroll to the very bottom of it at least as of right now maybe as of when this episode releases it's changed but at the very bottom of it the page with all the new studies it says the information on this page is from third parties and reflect did not commission the studies and here's the fair enough right not their studies fair mm-hmm. enough here's the part that blew me away and does not endorse the conclusions released by these third parties but provides the excerpts for informational purposes only. So they're even saying like, maybe I'm, they're kind of covering themselves. Business disclaimer, but that's just them saying like, 
yeah, we don't actually believe in this, but we're just putting it up there to make you believe in it, right? Like we know it's shit. That's kind of yeah. like that's what it, I take from that. So this this just brings up the wider conversation. This has really big goop energy. Um, yeah, real, real big heat shock protein energy. Uh, yeah. Shout out to my boy Rogan. You know, it's it just feels, and, and I know it's not always the best way to like gauge if a product is really a product and has real efficacy, but blue light. I, I need now. I need to protect my skin from blue light. It's like, what? I mean, <laughs> I mean, if you go out in the sun, yeah, put on some sunscreen. But they're creating a problem that. And you know what? Maybe we're wrong. Maybe in two more years, more studies come out and blue light from our screens is aging us more than we realize or hurting our skin more. But right. Well, the the thing, though, is like this is the, in the case of blue light affecting me, I'm getting the news of blue light creating more free radicals on the surface of my skin and ruining whatever the hell this says. I, there, there is a quote in the study that they talk about where um uh, a dermatologist to address certain skin conditions like psoriasis. Um, blue light can be causing all of this damage, including here's an early study by the uh, published in the Medicine of Cellular Longevity talking about free radicals on your skin because of blue light. Like I'm getting my uh, scholarly, academic, possibly vital, critical study information from the product itself. So like it's not it's not a matter of like, you know, I know due to common sense, knowledge, and studies over many years that UV light and staying in the sun for long periods of time causes skin damage. Therefore, I find a product that has UV protection and protects me from the sun, right? Yeah. This is creating a problem that I didn't even know about and then selling me the product on the website. That's, yeah. I think, where, where and it's- And taking so advantage of a big name to push it. Exactly. And like specifically the, the impressionable gamer audience too. And like, I mean, it's very clearly marketed towards towards gamers too, but it's just that that like creating the problem first before you even really need the product just to sell the product. That just drives me nuts. That's like the goop thing. Yeah. Like and what else too? I mean, I agree with everything you're saying. And I really do think that Val, she just chose some really bad business partners for this. Um, or really sus business partners that was probably trying to take advantage of her yeah one of the main partners she references is a businesswoman by the name of joanna coles um seems very successful it seems like she had a from what i could read um very long and um, successful career working in i think cosmopolitan magazine and various other editor-in-chief positions and according to her twitter bio right now she is ceo of northern star acquisition corp which um i did i looked up and for what I can tell all intents and purposes, that is a SPAC company, which for those unfamiliar, um, a SPAC company is an abbreviation uh, for special acquisition company, special purpose acquisition company, where their sole business is to help bring other public, other basically just help bring companies public through their um, SPAC companies. Hard to explain. You can do more research, but basically it's just to help bring companies public in the stock market. Um, so interesting, like partner, I think, and I don't know, I mean, <laughs> doesn't, doesn't bode well, right? And she's it's also <laughs> apparently like, um, co-founder of something called the ideation lab, which it, it looked like it was like a full, like marketing, like full mark brand marketing company, but also seemed to have like products, like almost like turnkey products on it. Maybe I was looking at those incorrectly, but from what I can tell that I feel like a lot of this is, is 
you know, Joanna and this other partner that they have, I forget their name right now, saw Valkyrie incredibly successful, obviously on the platform and saw this, um, you know, attractive woman, attractive girl and thinking, oh, this is perfect. We can, this is perfect to sell skincare right now, right? Um, perfect person to tag on to this product. They probably approached her. I, I, it does seem like they did actually take a lot of her input, which is great and did help, you know, invite her on the process. But it really just does seem like a turnkey um, product for Valkyrie to put out. And what's interesting too is apparently originally Valkyrie wasn't even supposedly to be named the co-founder of it. Uh, originally she was the quote, and this again is information I got from her stream. I watched some of the other day, creative collaborator. Um, but I guess she said that that was too long to put in her bio. So she asked, and then she's, they told her she could just put co-founder, take that as you will. Um, but yeah, it's just really interesting. And this Joanna person just seems very like not, does, doesn't really pay attention to the scene she's trying to sell to. For example, um, she replied to one of Valkyrie's tweets or was like a voice memo Valkyrie posted on Twitter, which was her saying like, Hey, I'm hearing your flack. I'm going to address all this. I'm sorry for all the confusion. I understand where the hate's coming from. We're going to talk it out. Like being very forthright and up, you know, not trying to like bullshit anymore. And then this, um, Joanna replied to that with the most like, like read the room, like tone <laughs> responsive or her. What did she, she says, say? She replied, proud to be your partner on Reflect at Valkyrie. Congrats. Wish I didn't spend eight hours a day with my screen. Having learned a lot oh about BLD, being the blue light thing, I now know to prep my skin and take regular breaks. Mask plus bombs equals faves. And we were honored to work with Claudia Posia, former CEO of Laura <laughs> oh Mercier. She, here's, the, here's how she, she ends it. Bravo, not gamer. Bravo, game girl. Oh my God. She had that in the drafts. And I she know, that was a PR coming. thing, yeah. Yeah. And it, well, even wow. and I, I'd love to get your take on this, Lucas, because I think as a white male, my I mean, I think as males in general, our opinions on this isn't great. And I, I normally want to take a stance on something like this, but um Joanna was also interviewed about this um uh, or sent a statement to the Washington Post, and she said, um, it is hard enough for a young woman to start a business in a male dominated economy. Yeah, I can agree with that. And I don't think anyone's gonna argue with that. Um, and then she says, I'm confident that if a male gamer had come up with reflect, he would have been roundly applauded. What do you think of that? Mm, I mean, knowing gamer culture and how toxic it is. Yeah. No, I have trouble. If, if fucking Ninja came out with that, I guarantee you he would have been destroyed. Well, first of all, it wouldn't, I just don't think there's a, a type of personality. I, I mean, I could be wrong. I'm not paying as much attention to Twitch as you, but it, it makes sense for a product like this to be tied to like, you know, a, a, a pretty female face because it's a beauty product at the end of the day. Like you don't typically tie male personalities to beauty products. So that's what that's one reason why it probably wouldn't even have gone to market with with a male mainstream face or anything like that. But yeah. two, there are there's totally a precedent right now of like men's wellness bullshit products. There's no shortage of those. I mean, yeah. and those get called out all the time. I mean, just like there are so there's I I mean, if you just give it a quick Google, you'll find an article out there of like all the bullshit male wellness products that are just around and they're they're everywhere and they're they're 
probably they're, they're kind of like this, right? It's like, oh, here's this one-off study that happened a few years ago. It's kind of peer-reviewed. It may be or maybe it isn't. But here's this product that's $50. It's going to solve all your ED problems. And it here it works, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, And I mean, the same the same goes here is like, it's creating a problem for the for the consumer that they might not be aware of, that's that might not be real, to sell them the solution to the product and give you like a pain point. It doesn't, I don't know if it matters that it's a male or a female thing because the males get called out too for products just like this. Um, it's unfortunate that it happened to Valkyrie because even reading her tweet where she had this tweet where she said, um, this was just a few days ago, she said, I was told to wait until tomorrow to speak. I'm also very confused. I mean, again, you you never really know how involved some of these people are through their talent agency. She probably is was really confused. And then like the narrative just got so out of hand, especially from that stupid reply tweet that... Uh, what's her name did you know it's it's I, I i do feel bad for for valkyrie for like getting kind of fooled into thinking that this was a real problem for people and then you know she could have been shown some research you know and then fallen for it just like like they were expecting other people to yeah yeah i think it's a shame because i'm I, from what i've i mean I, I don't watch like that consistently but from what i understand of her persona and like everything I've known about her up to this point, Valkyrie seems to be a very well-received and well-liked streamer. Um, and I don't think she's really had any bad reputations up, up to this point. And I wouldn't take her as the type to do any kind of stupid cash grab. And even if this was her intent, like to do a cash grab, she's smart enough to know that how stupid that would be because like she knows that she'd get shown she knows the space she understands the industry that she works in she's way smarter than that to like put out something like this right or knowingly put something out like this i should say right um and yeah again that's that joanna person blows my mind that comment like about the male gamer thing again i want to be very clear with everyone on this i am i 100 acknowledge that there is like a female barrier in like the corporate america right 100 barriers, barriers for females excuse me um, that make it more difficult than it would be for a male. But I'm just saying, I don't, I, 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 in my opinion, if a male gamer had came out this, I'd argue it'd be getting, it would be getting shit on too. Just as much shit, maybe yeah. even more shit. I don't know. Yeah, um, exactly. Maybe not more, but point is, it, I think it was, this was going to fail no matter what. And I think this person pointing, trying to change tr the narrative to that is like a, them realizing how fucked up this whole thing is. Yeah, it's like, exactly. I mean, what it comes down to is, BLPF, blue light prevention factor, which is a trademark term by Reflect, is not real, right? And like that is, it's a it's a made up metric for preventing blue light, which is invented by the people that created this product. That, it doesn't matter if it's a male or a female person that's like a quote co-founder, it just doesn't sound right. It's just not, it, it's, it's not gonna work for any personality, you yeah. know? So, I don't know that. Yeah, I think that person's trying to turn it into something, a different conversation. Clearly, that hasn't been where the narrative has gone because no one even is really talking about that tweet as much as they're talking about BLPF just not being real. Yeah. And <laughs> so. uh, a little bit more on Ideavation Labs, what Joanna was a co-founder of. Um, this is on the Reflect website. Ideavation Labs is a woman-led strategic incubator that focuses on collaborating with startups established companies, celebrities, and influencers to create signature beauty and lifestyle brands. So as far as I can tell, that's a turnkey company <laughs> or company, that, right? Am I, am I wrong? That's what it sounds like to me. And mm -hmm. for the context, everyone, when I say turnkey, that's a, that's a phrase that typically comes from real estate, which is where like you turnkey real estate, which is where you buy a, a house. Then that's all like 
staged for you and everything and you buy it ready to go and then you rent it out like you don't do any work i have a feeling that's sort of what happened here obviously as we've already established valkyrie was decently hands-on but um it really does seem like unfortunately that uh, i think these people did take advantage of uh valkyrie and didn't share all the facts with her because i've never taken valkyrie to be a some streamer that would ever have any malicious intent um and for that matter would never need to do monetarily wise to do a stupid cash she, grab like she this. said she says outright in one in her response that she doesn't need the money she's like this yeah. wasn't about the money she says uh quote this uh this wasn't about the money i saw the research i was excited to be part of something that felt revolutionary it's not my character i literally sit at home all day what do i need the money for i could straight up retire so like yeah i, I mean yeah. she's She's right. I mean, we know how much money these Twitch streamers make. She's, quote, the queen of YouTube streaming. YouTube right? streamer, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, she's making a lot of money. This is not This is not. It what clearly wasn't like a monetary cash grab thing. Yeah. Your point. Yeah. So it sucks that she got bamboozled and then, uh, you know, got, got kind of roped into bamboozling others. Uh, I think the product is probably going to be a PR disaster for the foreseeable future. And maybe if blue light is really damaging our skin... Uh, they're, I mean, they got it several years for people to want to buy this product to really have that proof out there. Yeah. I think, I mean, no one's debating UV light hitting your skin and causing damage because that's just the study. Somebody came out with the study a while ago and that's proved to be true ever since. And I don't think blue light protection is really going to be as sexy for a little while. Yeah, very much so. Um, yeah, hope uh, it'll be interesting too, I think to see if we see any more of these kind of companies spring up or any of these more products or brands spring up where it seems to be just like a celebrity tied, like a turnkey thing again. Um, I mean, very curious to see how that shapes up over the next uh, several years. Yeah. Less goop people. We need less, less goop. Less goop. Le Stop talking about heat shock proteins. You know what I, I mean? Even, I don't even know what that one is. That, that's just like a, that's like a Joe Rogan meme. Uh, <laughs> just sauna. <laughs> just just, uh, just hit the sauna after a workout apparently it um fixes everything fixes everything yeah uh i mean you can go off you could write a whole book on like where we're at right now in terms of products like this every like so many people are trying to create all these different niche wellness products that are just such again based off of like very little evidence and people will buy them because people are more now more than ever obsessed with looking good and being yeah. healthy and all that stuff. So it's it's popular to be healthy. It's cool to look good. All that stuff is true. Always has been, but now even more so. So um, people are doing whatever they can uh, to to buy products like this and get them to market. So yeah, crazy stuff, man. That's right. And we're just here on the sidelines playing video games. You know? Yeah, yeah. Normally, I, I, I'm not too interested in talking about this stuff, but I thought this one was pretty interesting, especially with one of the biggest creators in the space right now. Um, yeah. And well, honestly, I'd be even less inclined to cover it if, like, we already established this creator was a piece of shit, like generally considered to be a piece of shit. But Valkyrie seems like a good person. I want to be clear. This, I mean, I think we've already made this very clear. We are in no way attacking Valkyrie. I think if anything, we've expressed our support to her in this episode. Um, just an unfortunate situation. Right. Totally true. Yeah. yeah. If like Logan Paul did this, mm, 
Probably oh, bro, he <laughs> see ya. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that would cancel him for sure. That like, would be the bro, that would, give me a give me a reason, bro. That, give me a fucking reason. <laughs> that would be the final straw. <laughs> like somehow, just like oh my That's gosh, yeah. Side note: honestly, incredible. He recovered as well as he did from like that whole Japanese suicide force thing. Um, I, I, I'm not away. a great guy, but man, got to give his PR team props. I cannot believe that he he's not only not only did he survive the PR he's scandal, thriving. he has gone well above and beyond to the point where mainstream media is just wondering what he's wearing. Yeah, it's just pretty bad. Pretty incredible. But yeah, pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even sure if he's uh, really. I don't know. He is. I mean, whatever. He we'll have an boxes now. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Boxing is so in the trash as a sport right now, but that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> God, Fuck. no one's even all actually right. fighting. All right, everyone. Uh, Lucas, you got anything else for us? No, nah, no, nah, I'm all riled up. I got to go. I got to go calm down. <laughs> all right, everyone. That's all we got today. Feel free to shoot us an email. Next gmail.com, Instagram, Twitter, CFP podcast. That's CFP podcast with an S at the end. Check out our Discord, explain.live. Come hang out. It's a good time. And I think that's all we got today, everyone. Remember, anything's possible. Thanks for playing is a production of Good Ideas Only. Your hosts are Lucas Luna and Matt Rockaby. Our music was done by the impeccable Samuel Luna. And our logo design was done by the talented Isaac Palestino. Special thanks to the Roll Call Bunch and Red Circle 